This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This would be crazy. You're standing in a classy hotel lobby in, in Berlin, Germany. All of a sudden, the huge aquarium full of fish in the lobby just explodes. Whoa. Bursts. 100 firefighters were called to the scene. Radisson Blue Complex in uh, in Germany. 16-meter aquarium full of 1,500 tropical fish suddenly just went. Jeez. Hope no swordfish were in there. <laughs> Someone could get Flying a bail. Do all there's shards of glass everywhere. Uh, look at the damage in the lobby. Like destroyed all the furniture. Oh, completely crazy. destroyed. It's like a tidal wave came through here. Mm-hmm. Huge loud noise. <laughs> Would have been terrifying. You wouldn't know what was going on, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you look over, it'd be like uh, I don't know the shining. I guess where that wave is coming down <laughs> right, the hall. The blood, blood out of the but, elevators. Yeah. <laughs> so they're according to. Uh, Witnesses are fish, dead fish everywhere, shards of glass everywhere. Hmm. The the fish in the water spilled out into the street from the hotel oh, lobby. And that sad fish flopping on dry ground, always a sad sight. Yeah. That's Run around, try to pick up as many as you can. Sure, kick them into the sewer. Hopefully they survive down there. <laughs> uh, I'm actually surprised it doesn't happen more often. I am always a little nervous if you go to the aquarium... Or I think it goes back to watching Jaws three. There's a third one. It's the one where it's like the uh, the in Sea a World. Hotel? <laughs> yeah, it's in a German lobby of a German hotel. Yeah. Jaws gets into the fish tank. Sure. No, it's like the uh, the aquarium, and people are in the tunnel, the uh, looking into the aquarium, and then Jaws starts smashing against the oh, glass. Oh yeah, and it bursts. Because, yeah, when you think, because not only can the, can the fish ram against the glass, which probably doesn't do much, but when you think about, like, the physics of it, it always blows my mind, the amount of pressure that, like, water will push against, oh, yeah. you know, glass like that. It has to be so thick. It has the to be The weight of water. Yeah. It's the real deal. Is massive. Yeah. And apparently, whoever designed this aquarium made a miscalculation or two while they're investigating what the cause was. <laughs> I hope it was just like the new custodian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he bumped his broom handle against it, starts cracking. Or uh, or some parent not paying attention to their kid and there there's a sign that says do not tap glass, yeah. but still yeah. that kid is just tapping on it. <laughs> some American tourist kid. Timmy, we told you not to tap on the glass. Look what happened. couple people injured. I mean, terrible about the fish, but uh, looking at the damage in this lobby, it could have been much worse. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Yesterday, we had all that freezing rain. Today, it looks like uh, we're above the freezing mark, and we could be in the clear until later. I don't know. We're not out there. If you do see something on the roads, that's an issue. Let us know about it. one 829 6546 that's one eight three three Taz and Jim. We did have a number of people texting us yesterday, Jim. I said the only good thing about a freezing rain day like yesterday is when you get that that ice coating on your car and you're able to roll your window down, but there's still a thin sheet of ice that makes it look like the window is up. Mm-hmm. And then you can punch it. So satisfying. And and it's like you're you're Superman punching through a a glass window. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody who sent us videos of them doing that yesterday. There's a lot <laughs> of it going on, apparently. It was a good day for it. 
it's satisfying to watch as well. It's almost like those pimple popping videos, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I love I love cracking ice, and I love you know when the pud- there's a puddle on the ground and the water right. below it has evaporated, and you can see that layer on top. When I was a kid, I could walk like down the street and step on those for hours. Like Such a satisfying thin, sound. Thin white. It's like the, the ice turns white. Yeah, yeah. And it's very thin, and it makes a sound when you step on it, like a little pop, cracking. Yeah, very satisfying. Yeah. You got any of those videos? We'll watch them too. <laughs> it's like ASMR. <laughs> Get the mic down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should start a YouTube page. Jim. Sure, absolutely. Ice, TikTok ice breaking page. That would be mm-hmm. incredible. Satisfying icebreakers. I uh, hope you enjoyed it yesterday, though, because it looks like uh, that's not going to be happening out there today, which is a good thing. I know my son's school buses uh, were canceled uh, at, at his school yesterday. I was talking to some of the parents when I was picking them up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, your kid, you still brought him to school, eh? even though the bus was canceled. And one dad's like, dude, after the last two years, I'm going to find an open window and shove the kid into the school if, <laughs> if they say it's closed down. I brought him here on Sunday. You are going to school, son. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they say or what they do. I am getting you in that building. Air vents. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it takes. As long as you're not at home. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. What is wrong with people? A passenger on a Southwest Airlines flight was arrested for masturbating four times during a flight. How long was the flight? This must have been a red eye overnight or something. Uh, It was a one-eyed monster. (laughs) Antonio McGarity was arrested by officers from the Phoenix Police Department when Southwest Flight 3814 landed on Saturday. Um... He says he doesn't do any, didn't do anything wrong. He thought it was kind of kinky. Apparently what happened is he was sitting next to a female uh, witness, another passenger, and he asked her, according to the, this passenger, he says he asked her okay. if she minds if he masturbates during the flight. And she said, it really doesn't matter. Put her hands in the air and said, it really doesn't what? matter. He says he thought the response was kind of kinky and because of it, he believed that she was comfortable with him masturbating on the airplane. So she couldn't have said, there's no way she said it doesn't matter. He, that must have been a misheard moment. Shortly after taking off, the aircraft was in the air. He exposed himself and began pleasuring himself. The lady next to him took pictures of him. And then when he finally fell asleep after doing it for roughly an hour, she alerted the crew members and asked if she could move to another seat. For an hour? (laughs) She waited till he finished. What is this? I don't know. This this guy saw Louis C.K. win a Grammy, and he thought all bets are off, and he can do anything again. Hey, uh... The police report says that uh, the woman witnessed him masturbating on four separate occasions using both his left and right hands. Oh, my. (laughs) Ambidextrous. But for real, she waited till the fourth time to ring the bell? Like, like what? I'm not, it's clearly not her fault, but boy, you got to be proactive in a situation like this and really, you know, alert the authorities. I guess if you hit some turbulence, it would almost be like the, the work's being done for you. <laughs> it's like sitting on the dryer. 
It's uh, bewildering here. The uh, FBI got involved. They ended up interviewing this guy because uh, apparently when you do anything on an airplane, the FBI are a little curious to know what you're thinking. Yeah, you know, kind of reassuring. Good to know. Good to know. But, uh, yeah, he, he was arrested and charged for buzzing the tower four times, his own tower, on a flight. Both hands. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I don't think I'll, I'll complain next time I get sat next to a crying baby. <laughs> you know, you could be next to this guy. Could always be worse. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock, cock. Time for sports. Peacock, Devin Peacock is here. Last night, San Francisco versus the Seahawks in the NFL. And the 49ers, man, they're obviously a very good team given that they're down to their last quarterback and they're still winning games. Yeah, they're playing really good with their third quarterback. I kind of want to see Brock Purdy get injured so they can play even better with their fourth quarterback. The water boy. (laughs) They seem to get get better with every quarterback that they throw out there. Uh, A lot of credit uh, to Brock Purdy. Um, Obviously, the defense is kind of what fuels uh, the 49ers, but Brock Purdy has been uh, really good since he uh, took over as the starting quarterback. And the San Francisco uh, 49ers are in this uh, really strong position. They uh, won their division. They clinched their division last night against the uh, Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night football. So they are now guaranteed at least one home game in the playoffs, given all the injuries they've had to deal with this year. The job that uh, that entire franchise has done this season is fantastic. Reminder to everybody, we're now at the point in the season where they start doing Saturday games in the NFL. Yeah, we have three games on Saturday tomorrow, and then tomorrow is a week out from Christmas Eve. So a week tomorrow, most of the games will be on Christmas Eve. They're going to have a couple of games on Christmas Day, which you don't always see in the NFL. But uh, we have three games uh, tomorrow, so we got... Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for two weeks straight for football. What's your Peacock P-Lock of the week? Well, for P-Locks, I like the Bills against the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins have kind of peaked a little bit. They're going to be playing in the cold weather in uh, Buffalo. The game that I think is really interesting is also on Saturday. It's Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland is favored by three points, and Lamar Jackson's not going to be playing for Baltimore, so I understand the line a little bit in that sense. However, Deshaun Watson has not looked good since he came back and started playing for the Browns. He hasn't played football in two years and is very evident. I understand they're at home, but I still can't believe they're favored against the Baltimore Ravens. Is it going to take time for him to get better, or do you think there's a chance that he just clicks and starts throwing the ball like he used to? I just think it takes time because it's you know it's two years of not practicing. It's two years of just not reading reads. I mean, it will come back eventually, but there's a rhythm to all of this that you just can't pick up in four weeks when you've been off for two years. Thanks, Dev. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Doorbell cameras, they can be a great thing. You know, keep an eye on uh, what's happening on your porch. Someone trying to steal packages. Sure. That sort of thing. Also, if uh, someone in your neighborhood sees that your spouse is cheating on you, they can leave an anonymous tip on the doorbell camera. 
This video's gone viral. We don't know too much about it, Jim. Yeah, I don't know where it took place or what the details are. All I know is this is on video, and what you see is a ring camera perspective pointing out towards the street at the front of somebody's house. A guy in a hoodie walks up. Covering his face. Covering his face. Not at the start, but he immediately he's, he, he gets into the range. He quickly covers his face, and he speaks directly into the camera microphone and says the following. Hey, I live in the neighborhood. My Wi-Fi name is 1744. Your wife is cheating. See, so he, you know when you can see your neighbor's Wi-Fi signal and it'll be like, return of the Wi-Fi. Or sometimes they're funny, especially when you're in an apartment, yeah, yeah. you can see all the Wi-Fi names. So, so he, he comes up. changed his Wi-Fi password to... 1774, your wife is cheating. To alert the neighbor that... The wife was cheating on him. Yeah, which is a decent strategy unless you auto-connect to your Wi-Fi and never check it. You know what I mean? Because when was the last time you had to log into your Wi-Fi? Two years ago? It rarely happens. Still, impressive strategy from this guy. He goes on. Hey, I live in the neighborhood. My Wi-Fi name is 1744. Your wife is cheating. I don't know how you did not catch on. Your address is 1744. But every day when you leave for work, a Nissan parks three houses down, walks up the side of your house, goes in your back door. I'm assuming you don't have cameras back there. Okay, your wife is smart, but she is unfaithful. I'm going to walk this way, but I don't live this way. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it discreet. Or do I? Yeah, you'll never know. I mean, if this is real, it's got my my spidey sense is going off. This might be a setup, and every time a ring camera video goes viral, I go, "This must be a viral marketing technique from the ring people." Because why wouldn't you? But if this is real, that is a great neighbor. You, you th- agree with the neighbor, hundred percent. You would want your neighbors to get involved in your personal life like that. That's not getting involved. Getting them involved would be shoehorning in and causing unnecessary drama. I would like to know if, if a suspicious activity is happening around my house. I think that's a good neighbor. Because if it's not it's somebody cheating, then it's somebody peering in your window or maybe trying to case the joint for a burglary. Have you ever known of somebody who was cheating and their, their partner was oblivious to it? About 10 years ago, but the person who was cheating was my friend. Okay. So and did you the, rat your friend no, out? No, it's a different morality stance, and I don't know if that was the right choice either. I once knew a coworker was being cheated. Hold on, on why are you looking intently at me? But I never said anything because I didn't know. I don't know what the the ground rules are in that relationship. Maybe they. Well, then why wouldn't you just tell them? Like Maybe if they, they have, have an open relationship? Yeah, they could have an open relationship. Then, then tell them, and then there'd be no problem. And then you look like a nosy Parker. No, you look like a real nice fella. <laughs> How changing could, how your Wi-Fi password. How could that be a rude thing to tell somebody you suspect they're being cheated on? I mean, if they're not being cheated on, then no harm, no foul. I would be like, oh, there was a misunderstanding. That's my uncle, and he comes by to fix the eaves troughs every once in a while. Yeah, um, I got a leaky pipe in the basement. He's working on my plumbing. Yeah, he's the only guy can I can afford. He's terrible. But, um, yeah, I say good on him. Post the video. On the Taz and Jim Facebook page, I'm curious to know if people think this guy is a hero or if he should mind his own business. The Taz and Jim Podcast. And all the hubs are releasing their end-of-the-year reports. We were talking earlier in the week about Pornhub. They released the top searches for Canadians the year 2022. MILF 
Number one on the list. Great year for MILFs. Big year. It's a big, the year of the MILF. Yeah, truly. Um, there's a number of other searches that I cannot say on the radio without uh, being concerned uh, of losing my job. Uh, I will tell you the, the most increased, the most increased search in Canada was, and it, obviously this is an adult website, so if you have young ones in the car, you may want to turn the radio down for a second here. Woman with two vaginas. Sorry? Woman with two vaginas is... That's uh, the number one search. It's one of the biggest increases. Okay. It's up 1,000... So three people searched it this year versus one people last year. 1,629%. Up from last year. People looking for that. About like six years ago, there was a story going around with a guy with two penises. Right. That was a famous story and that I have heard before, but this is new. I, I know a lady he should meet. Uh, talk about a, a, a cap for every head, eh? It's a match made in heaven that right there. It truly is, yeah. Uh, anyways, so that was the, the Pornhub annual report. The Grubhub has also released their annual report. Also, <laughs> and <two vaginas. laughs> the most ordered cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Australian. On Grubhub? Top trending cuisine of the year on Grubhub. I don't even know what Australian cuisine is. Like kangaroo meat and a Vegemite sandwich? That's all they got. What? I, I, honestly, that's all I know is Vegemite. I'm trying to think of their other unique dishes. They do say in this article, on their app, the Outback Steakhouse is considered Australian. <laughs> so your Bloomin' Onions... Okay. And your steaks would be considered Australian cuisine, but I, I was very surprised. Maybe crocodile meat? To see Australian cuisine up hmm. 531% year over year. You tried the, when we were in Florida, you had crocodile or alligator, didn't you? Yeah. Little nuggets? Um, alligator. And it tasted exactly like chicken, basically. Tough chicken. Have you craved it since? No, it was a novelty for sure. Yeah. But it was still good. But I don't think I would order it on Grubhub and pay like a $7 delivery fee. <laughs> wasn't that good. I wanted to try it, but you know, I have my food allergies and I didn't want to find out I'm allergic to alligator the hard way. <laughs> yeah. How'd Taz die? By alligator. He got eaten by an alligator? No. I reverse it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, the, uh, the most food orders, burritos number one on the list. Okay. Cheeseburgers number two. Pizza, pad thai. No surprise there. Chicken quesadillas, sushi. Yep. Fried chicken sandwiches, Caesar salads, boneless wings. I've never used uh, any delivery service, Jim. Ever? Ever. Consider Ever. yourself lucky. I've ordered pizza, but I've yeah. never used like one of the apps to, to order a meal. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's too easy. You know what I mean? Like if there's yeah. ever an inkling in your head, oh, maybe I don't have to cook dinner. Oh, what are the next thing you know, you're looking down at your phone and you spent 30 bucks. Slippery slope. Yeah. Next thing you know, you've got a full roasted kangaroo on your table. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Did you see Donald Trump's big announcement yesterday? He has released a, uh, a bunch of NFT digital trading cards with his head terribly photoshopped onto... Bodies that are way fitter and more attractive than his actual body. 
It really does kind of look like you're sticking your head through a hole at the fair. Yes, like, and now you're on a farmer's body or whatever, or a pig's body. And now I'm an airplane pilot. <laughs> look at me, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> like, seriously, these are hilarious. Yeah, whose idea was this? It's I, I do not understand the strategy. First off, NFTs, you're a little late to the party. Not, not even to mention how ridiculous the trading cards themselves are, but this NFT thing... It's already trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, and there's uh, there was some confusion whether or not they were actual trading cards, but no, they're like a digital. You get a JPEG yeah. image of Donald Trump uh, wearing a superhero costume. <laughs> you can't pick what image you get. It's like a pack of cards. You open it up, and you're stuck with whatever you you, you got. Sure, right? You got to trade. That's the, the whole point, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, the other interesting thing is because there's people scrutinizing the fine print of these uh, Trump trading cards. If you ever sell it and do make a profit, you have to pay a percentage of the money you make back to the company. <laughs> also, there's a bunch of contests like dinner with Donald Trump, golf at a Trump golf course. But if you read the fine print, you're responsible for airfare and for expenses to get... So you would have to pay for the round of golf? <laughs> yes. I think you have to pay for the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 40 bucks? <laughs> it's how rich people stay rich, it's Jim. true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> $99 mm. for a digitalized picture of Donald Trump dressed as Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. <laughs> If you're not first, you're last. Big announcement. <laughs>